last month I drove back home from France. I was on my holiday, it was a thousand kilometers in total, and one and a half hours before I reached my destination, I got into the shittiest traffic jam. The horrendous city of Liège swallowed me for a full hour. My phone was broken and I got lost in one-way streets. I've never been this road-raged. The 850 kilometers before this went by smoothly, yet that traffic jam stood out to me as the entire experience of that trip back home. Similarly, on the first day at my office after the holidays, the elevators were not working. Being on the 13th floor, I experienced some friction here. On other days of the year, I didn't notice the elevator working. We are more likely to experience friction than to experience the absence of it. And precisely this is what makes for great ingredients to understand how you can reach problem solution fit. Beep boop beep doop boop beep. Welcome to the I Want Product Market Fit podcast. My name is Jeroen Koele and today we're going to talk about fit. Everything humankind makes is designed, especially solutions. We design solutions to function in a certain context. A car designed for dealing with the loose sand and hills of the Sahara looks different than a car designed for the smooth asphalt of a Formula One racetrack. Putting the Sahara truck on the racetrack could work, but it will not be a record time. Vice versa, the Formula One car would probably bury itself in the sand. You could argue that the Sahara truck fits better to the F1 track than the other way around, yet that depends on how you assess performs or now you assess fits because a truck will never win that race competing against other formula one cars that is something the formula one car has been designed for so designers optimize the fit between the designed object and its context how design scholar christopher alexander writes about this in his book notes on the synthesis of form from 1964 there's a link in the article he argues that we don't design to increase fit, we design to decrease misfit. Alexander notes that we are bad at seeing good fit and also at envisioning what makes good fit. We can't design what we can't easily envision. Therefore, he argues, designers rarely directly increase the fit. Instead, designers decrease the misfit. As with my traffic jam or the elevator example, we tend to notice the misfit. As humans, we address the misfit to improve the fit. When I read this book, it was a new point of view for me that I thoroughly enjoyed. But what does it lead to? Can't we directly contribute to fit? And can we solely contribute to decreasing misfits? Let's grab a practical example. A startup I mentored had a subscription service whose price was too high. They concluded this as the sales numbers were low and they failed misfit. Subsequently, they lowered the price to decrease the misfit. By decreasing the misfit, they optimized the fit. And they assessed. They did that because the sales numbers went up. Two things are important here. First, this is not directly problem solution fit. There's something else I want to show. This assessment of fit is subjective. Fit is measured in relationship to the function or intention of the designed object. The Formula 1 car fits well with the track, but maybe not so well with the ecosystem emitting certain gases. Secondly, it gets a bit flaky. Did this startup team address the fit directly or indirectly? 
you could make an argument that they directly improve the fit by lowering the price. I don't think that's the most interesting point. My most important take here is that the starting point was the misfit. However, addressing one misfit can lead to another. Because this startup lowered the price by that much, they were not profitable anymore. While they decreased the misfit between their proposition and their customer, they increased the misfit with their own needs of income. And that's why doing a startup is a holistic design activity. It's complex. The parts and the whole interrelate in many different ways. How does this relate to reaching problem-solution fit? Well, at the start, you have some signals of problem-solution fit. An increasing problem-solution fit requires a thorough understanding of the problem. That thorough understanding of the problem acts as a stencil. Because you can cut away all the stuff that isn't needed. And trust me, initial versions of solution often have a lot of non-crucial stuff. Adding features is a risky strategy for increasing fits. If there are already parts of the solution that do not fit well with the user, more features will likely not fix that problem. If you want to reach problem solution fits, try to see it as a challenge of reducing misfits between your solution and the problem. This tendency to only focus on the aspect that fit well is a red flag. I'm not saying this. Marty Kagan, the writer of the product book Inspired. Listen to this fragment. In fact, I was just talking to a team uh, this morning <laughs> that was saying that, yeah, what they do with user research is they, they test their prototypes. And, is, and, and when they get enough of users saying how much they like it, they build it. And I'm like, no, that's not why we do user research. And that is not going to fool any smart leaders. We are not just trying to find out, you know, if they like it. In fact, it's just the opposite. It's we are, when we're doing user research, we're finding all the reasons they don't like it. In fact, that's an Elon Musk quote is when you do user research, you should be focused on finding all the reasons they won't mm, use like your that. product. Lastly, don't expect to design perfect fit. Perfect fit doesn't exist. There are always gaps. For, for your first users, your early adopters, these gaps can be sizable. For the masses, the later adopters, these gaps need reducing. What is the level of fit that's good enough for your current market segment you're trying to tackle? That is the key question. All right, I hope this was an informative episode or article. If you have listened, don't forget to vote in the article. It helps me to write better stuff because then I sense what resonates with you. Thanks for listening. And till next time, this was Jeroen Koele from the I Want Product Market Fit podcast. Goodbye.